Welcome back, Tough Men of Faith. You ready? I'm ready, Nick. How are you tonight? I'm good, man. How are you? You know I'm doing good. Are you? Yeah. Good week? It was a great week. Good. Look at you. I don't know what I've done, but yeah. it's been a good week. I heard something about a mustache the other day. Did you shave a mustache? <laughs> you know, I kind of grow a little bit of a beard yeah. in between my when I go for military training. Yeah. And so I thought, I'll just go with the mustache. I saw Top Gun. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it the yet, but I've been messing with my wife for like three months telling her I'm going to just shave a mustache. Yeah. She tells me that I'll find myself homeless, so mm-hmm. I'd like to do it for a day or two anyway. I did it on an afternoon. And okay. That evening, we, we went out with some friends, to, went by a friend's house. Yeah. Everyone was making fun of me. It was bad. People <laughs> well, couldn't even look at me. That's got to go. <laughs> I thought I could pull it off. Yeah. I didn't care what any of them thought, but Karen let me know that mustache was not for me. Okay. So actually, I, I kept it that night. I get up the next morning. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I forgot that I had it. <laughs> I you walk out the and light. get the mail and I walked, into the, the I walked into the bathroom and the first thing in the morning, I look in the mirror, I was like, oh man, yeah. that has to go. <laughs> so I shaved it right there. That bad, huh? That bad. All right. All right. So we're in this kind of mini series right now, looking at some proverbs here. Yeah, some proverbs. So um, this week, I mentioned this one too, and you said it's one of your favorites, right? Is that yeah, it is. It used to not be. Yeah. Um, I used to love debt. And then one day I read this, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, let's, read, let's get it. Let's read it. So yeah. So Proverbs 22.7. You got it? Yeah. The rich rule over the poor, and the, par- the borrower is slave to the lender. This one's interesting. This one's convicting. Convicting and so true. When yeah. you start thinking like, okay, the rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is actually a slave to the lender. Right. I didn't realize that part in a younger age, that I was a slave to the lender. And like even, so we, me and Rachel, were, uh, we were just talking about this the other night, but... uh like about two months from now, we would have been completely out of debt had we not moved houses. Yeah. And uh, you realize how big of a slave you are to the lender because of what you have to do to pay off that debt. Like I have to go to work every day mm-hmm. to go, you know, make a, to earn a paycheck to pay off this house. Whereas I, <laughs> I could have been in a totally different, you know, uh, set of shoes Yeah. had I not, had we not moved and bought this new place, I could have. Um, I could have made different decisions in the morning, you know, when the alarm clock goes off. Yeah. The first time I heard this verse was probably about 20 years ago. So I just got married and someone got us tickets to like, you know, Dave Ramsey. Yeah. So he was doing like a live events where he'd go to different venues and, you know, everyone would come. So someone got us tickets to that and I didn't even know who he was. So we show up and there's, you know, felt like 10,000 people there and he's real charismatic, great speaker. And then he, he talked about this verse. The rich rules over the poor and the borrow slave to the lender. Then he gave like these, this different formulas. Like if you get out of debt and you save this much, and you'll be a millionaire by this part. Yeah. I should have listened to him 20 years ago. You're not a millionaire yet? <laughs> no, no, okay. it didn't happen. Gotcha. So, but it, it was, he talked a lot about this, this verse. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And, I just, uh, well, and the rich rule over the poor, it kind of got me to think about a little bit about politics too. When you dig into it, mm-hmm. it's amazing that the lobbyists and what they can do. With yeah, the money. Um, it's true. It's kind of like the rich rule over the poor because these lobbyists can go in and say, hey, you know, I want A, B, and C, and I'll give you, you know, X amount of dollars. And they get these people to swing the vote for them. I mean, it yeah. kind of goes to show that there's not, you know, nothing is out of, re- out of reach for the rich. It's true. And this first shows that, like, hey, that debt keeps you poor. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's really what it does. Yeah. It's, you're always going to have interest you're paying. Right. I mean, you ever thought about how easy it is to go into debt? So oh, if yeah. you go... Like you're probably a big shopper, right? You're probably at Kohl's and Macy's all the time. Yeah, you see me at Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> so you head up to Kohl's, right, or, or Macy's or Home Depot. Yeah, they, they usually ask you, right? Hey, are you going to put this on your Kohl's card or right. your 
whatever store you at though, yeah. on your old Navy card. Right. It's what they. And you know, they got, you know, 36% interest rate. So <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's crazy. Six cents every dollar that you spend, you're paying to them just to use their, their card. I mean, it, it's just. Yeah. And you know, they make money on it because they're always like, Hey, we'll give you 10% off your order. Oh today. yeah. Yeah. We'll give you 10% off because you're going to pay 36% back or, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever their number is. We but, know we're going to get you. Right. And yeah. so what happens is like you, you take out that card at Kohl's and you buy your $300 worth of clothes. You right. get what, 10% off, you get 30 bucks off, but yeah. then you get that credit card. And, and then, you end up paying $700 for a $300 suit. You do. But then what are you going to do? Next time you need something, it's like, hey, I have this Kohl's card. Yeah. It's not maxed out. Well, I can get 10% off again. <laughs> Back up there. <laughs> and then when you max that one out, you just go to Old Navy, right? Or yeah. whatever store you go to next. It's, so. just, it's crazy, you know, that, you know, like you said, debt, debt's kind of there to keep you poor. Um, it is. And they, and these, I guess you'd say the rich, what I would say, even these stores, they do that. So yeah. for me, it happened like a Home Depot where, you know, we had we saved up cash. We're going to buy certain appliances. One time when we bought a house, yeah. And you go up there, it's like, hey, you don't have to pay any interest for six months. Right. Just take out a Home Depot card. Yeah. Now you have to get a little bit nicer um, appliances because the ones I was buying was too cheap. I was just going to pay cash for it. Yeah. it didn't qualify for the six months, same as cash. Right. So it's like, Again, well, I'm, I'm I'll... glad to know that we both have the yeah. same Home Depot card and the same <laughs> so, the same mindset. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get a nicer one. Right. I'll pay it off over the time. Yeah. It's and crazy when you do that, happens. and then you get your six months, you know, no interest, and then. You start looking at how much you just spent. And it's like, well, this is another mortgage payment that I have to make to be able yeah. to get this deal. Yeah. And then the verse talks about, you know, the rich rules over the poor. So what happens is the rich get richer. Yeah. So I hate picking up Home Depot, but it could be whoever. Nope. They continue to get richer because exactly. now I'm giving them, I'm paying $700 more for this refrigerator than what I actually should have. Well, it's like paid. you said, Dave Ramsey, but he, he makes a clear point in every one of his talks that these people have nicer furniture in their offices than you do in your house. And the reason mm-hmm. why is because they're getting filthy rich off of you making your minimum payments. It's true. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. And then if you're poor, you just get poor. Right. Yeah. Because what do you got to do? You got to go in more debt. You got to yeah. take out a personal You got to pay the stuff off or you're going to ruin your credit score or, you know, just whatever you're doing. Um, you just, yeah, you're right. So I guess the core of what we're getting at here is that borrowing money is a good way to become slave to the lender. It is. So that that's what I so whether that's a mortgage, yeah, um, a, a yeah, car, car loan, payment, or it could be a credit loan. card. Um, I mean, student loans are another one, right? Yeah, look at student loans. Now those made I mean, us all go away magically, right, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I, that's going to work. I don't but, either. Um, I paid mine off about three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like I paid them off about three years too soon. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. So, but it, the other thing I think we have to be careful here is that that there is a time maybe to borrow money if it. So here's right. the reality. You, well, People like us. Possible way to do it, right? We're probably not going to get a house if we don't take out a mortgage, right? That'd be yeah. nice, right? If we get to save up cash and buy it, it'd be great. But it's going to be like a mediocre trailer. I mean, yeah. it's not going to be something <laughs> nice, you know. It's going to be a single wide, and then you're going to need marriage counseling. Yeah, no foundation. <laughs> probably sitting on tires. <laughs> so Proverbs, which we said this the first time, it, it's a warning. It's a general idea, right? So. Yeah. Not saying to never borrow money, I don't think, from this proverb, but it's saying, hey, beware, yeah. right? So when you borrow money, you've now become a slave to that bank exactly. or to whoever you borrow money yeah. from. Yeah, make sure that you're okay with being a slave to that person for that amount of time, for that amount of money in the end, and, you know, really do your homework on it, you know, just because it, you can afford the monthly payments doesn't mean you can actually afford what it's going to cost you in the end. Yeah. So I was trying to think, here's some things I've tried, because I've been on the wrong end of this. Oh, I have too. A lot. Yeah. Especially early on. Yeah, I I had to learn the hard way. So what's helped me is, here's a few things I try to do now. One is, it's rare that I'll borrow money. Yeah. Right? So we we try to save up. Right. Even if we're going to buy a car, we're going to try to save up to buy that car, to pay cash for it. Um, The other thing that I've learned is, I need to get advice before I do. Yeah. Because it's real easy to show up at that car dealership and come home with a 23% interest rate. Right. 
not knowing any better because I never called anyone to get some advice. Well, one thing that I've also tried to do is I never try to make big money decisions same day. So yeah, great. You go to the car dealership, you look at it, but I'm not ever going to buy it today. Um, No matter what pressure tactic they've got, I'm Mm -hmm. just sorry. Um, I'm not buying today. I'm actually just looking. Yeah. And that way I get time to sleep on it and sit on it and think on it and run it by my wife because she's quite a bit smarter than I am. I, I won't disagree with that. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's two weeks in a row you said something about that now. <laughs> yeah, the, the other thing is like just get get some financial wisdom. Right? Yeah. So read up on it, talk to some others, but then asking yourself the question like, can I really make these payments? Right. Like, is there anything else coming up where I'm not going to be able to make them? Yeah. And then have I read the fine print? Like how many times do you sign things? Oh, yeah. Not really understanding what you're signing. Nobody's reading 36 pages of terms and conditions. Yeah. But you probably need to know what's in there, <laughs> yeah, right? You Can you pay this to. off early? Yeah. Is the interest rate going to change? Right. When they say you get six months to pay this off, what does that mean if you don't? Yeah. And even having someone else read it for you. Right. right? So. Yep. Yeah, I kind of went through this with a friend of mine uh, a few years back. And he said, basically, quit paying extra towards your mortgage. Quit paying extra towards your car loan. Just invest that money because mm-hmm. the return on the investment was so much higher than what you're paying in your interest rate. Then all of a sudden, the market started getting a little funny, and yeah. the uh, interest rates, you know, that on the returns was going down. And it's funny that they changed from not paying off their stuff to paying yeah. off everything, you yeah. know, as quick as they could. So yeah, agree. Anyway. The last question I usually ask myself is, could I save up enough cash to buy this? Right. Right. So should I be trying just to save and wait and yeah. buy it? Yeah, maybe I should save, and yeah. then I'm not taking out any debt. Right. <laughs> because. That debt, it feels like a ball and chain, right? I mean, it's... Yeah, you just don't want to be a slave to it. I mean, and that's what we are. I mean, we're slaves to our debt. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so I don't... This is something I wish I'd have learned early on. Yeah, this is something that could have saved me a lot of time and money and heartache. I mean, you know, there was a time where I didn't understand what debt was and how deep it, you know, you could get into it. And I, I think there was a time there where I even, like, I got behind on a mortgage payment and... I mean, those people are crazy. They'll call you, you know. (laughs) They will. Yeah. Those guys will call you and ask what kind of vehicles you own and, you know, what you got that's worth money because they want it. But then, I mean, the thing about it, like when you're in debt and you get extra stress, if you're married, it's not good for your marriage at all, right? Right. When you have financial stress, at your job, you're stressed out, you're trying to make more money. Right. (laughs) It's it's that whole thing, right? You have someone that's just standing over you and feels like they own you. Something I was trying to explain to my single friends, too, is... um. You never believe how much easier your life gets when you get two incomes. If, you, if you're if you in a position where your wife can work or does work or brings home a little bit of money and you bring home money or what have you, once you get you know an income and a half or two incomes coming in, it really changes things. It's not a paycheck to paycheck thing. It's not a, should we go out and charge this thing? It's more of a, can't you, we can save our money and we can go mm-hmm. buy this. Um, that way we're not becoming a slave to somebody else. Yeah, agreed. Anything? It's been, it's been good. Yeah, my yeah. my big thing on this is always like those payday loan places. Uh, like just stay yeah. away from those. Man, those people. <laughs> man, there's a lot of a lot of things I could say about that. Yeah, people. that's. I know a guy that owns one of those. Okay. Well, he owns like eleven locations. Yeah, and... he's probably getting richer every day. This guy's like a snake. I mean, you know, I, I would never do some business with this guy. He just, <laughs> it's just, it's it's terrible what they do to those people. Yeah, um, just save up, save up cash, yeah, right? Just and, save your money. And yeah. you know, that's another thing too. I give all my employees advice. I'm like. You know, they want this and they want that in life. And like, hey, do you have like a safety net? Like, do you have any kind of money put up in a savings account? No, no, I don't have any of that. Yeah, I know because, you know, I just loaned you money for this or yeah. we did that. And it's like, get a couple thousand dollars put up just for a rainy day. Just, you know, never touch it. And that way you have it for a rainy day. Yeah. I mean, that was a big help to 
to us is when we finally like put some money back, like an emergency fund. Like yeah. we finally started listening to Dave Ramsey right. and things. Yeah, and like put that first thousand right. Dave Ramsey's things. Put that first thousand dollars back, and then yeah. when the brakes go out in the car, I don't have to put it on a credit card. Right. You know, we have that cash that we can just go spend. Or a washer yeah. goes out, we have that cash, and that that stops you from going in debt every right. time. Yeah, so. that way it didn't cost you one hundred and thirty six percent of what you spent. Right. It's just you know it costs you the hundred percent, and it's out of pocket. It's yeah. easy. You don't have to worry about payments. You don't have to worry about credit scores yeah. or any of that crap. Debt to income ratios or anything else, you yeah. just get to you just get to pay for what you need done. Yeah. So here's here it is, guys. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrow is slave to the lender. So yep. good verse to to study out and apply to your life. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. What are we uh, getting into next week? Uh, next week we're going to we're going to stay in the Proverbs series, right? Stay in Proverbs for a couple more weeks. Okay. I think we're going to look at parenting next week. Really? Yep. That should be great. Yeah, it'll be great. That's going to be an episode where I just don't say anything, so can't wait. (laughs) I'm sure you have something to say. All right, right. we'll see you guys next week. See ya.